0: Welcome to Movie Maker Interviews. My name is Tim Malloy. How's your week been? It's rare that you get to say that the entire world has changed since your last episode, but the entire world has changed since our last episode. Probably temporarily. I mean, some things will change permanently. Some things will change temporarily. I truly believe we're going to be okay. And that's really what this episode is about. I talked with Paul Scheer, uh, who you know from a great many things. But who I know best from podcasts because he hosts two of my favorite podcasts, How Did This Get Made and Unspooled. Uh, you might also know him from The League. You might know him from Human Giant. You might know him from NTSF, SD, SUV. You might know him from the fantastic movie The Disaster Artist. Anyway, you have time to catch up on all of his stuff now, which is one of the little unexpected blessings of this super weird situation. Uh, that's what he and I talk about, this whole super weird situation, how he's making the best of it in a lot of different ways, uh, including a live episode of Unspooled that he's going to talk about, including a, I mean, live as an in interactive with people online, live, of course, episode of Unspooled. Uh, if you don't know that podcast, you need to check it out. It's him and Amy Nicholson talking about the films of the AFI 100. It's absolutely fascinating. It's like a film school. It's wonderful. Um, He's also doing a lot of other stuff that he's going to talk about, including a sort of live watch of his show Black Monday, which airs on Showtime. I told you, he does a lot of stuff. Uh, We're also going to talk about a very interesting, unique film called Flooding with Love for the Kid. He's not involved in it in any way, um, but we do talk about it. It's a film that a guy named Zach Oberzen made, I guess, about 10 years ago based on the book first blood which was also of course the inspiration for the first movie in the rambo franchise the filmmaker again is zach oberson and the reason we talk about it so much is zach oberson made this entire movie in his apartment his 220 square foot apartment by himself playing all of the characters and uh i'm just saying it's possible if this if this lasts for a long time I'm confident that people will be able to make extremely good movies like Zach Oberzen did in their apartments, Uh, no matter how small they are. I think Zach spent like $200. Anyway, uh, maybe I'll reach out to him. Maybe we'll get him on the show. In the meantime, we have the outstanding, the wonderful Paul Shear. Just the first person I wanted to talk to in this situation because he's been, you know, in my headphones through so many things. Just kind of giving me an escape when I needed one and also turning me on to cool stuff that I didn't know about through unspooled and also kind of threw how did this get made because even though those movies are supposed to be bad some of them are kind of great all right so that's enough out of me here is Paul Shear. uh thank you very much for listening and uh yeah let's be in touch It's a huge honor to talk with you, Paul Scheer. You are one of my favorite people on screen and I think an MVP of podcasting. And I feel like this is your, your hour, especially in the realm of podcasting, a hero will rise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, it's so funny. It's, you know, I think we're at the very beginning of this new, you know, this new chapter that we're going through right now. And I feel like there is this energy to to put uh, forth, like, what are we going to do now? And I and I think for me, I think what I want to do in a way is continue doing what I have been doing yeah. and adjust things that I've been doing in other ways to make it work for this new time where you can't do live shows and you can't go out and uh, perform as regularly. So it's sort of like, it's not about, like, for me, reinventing. The wheel. It's more just about going. Okay, I I love doing this stuff. How do I continue to do it? Because it makes me stay sane. And I think, you know, more and more I realize that, you know, what podcasts provide for people—not my podcast, but you know, every, whatever podcast you listen to—it's it's a sense of safety and relief and uh, and a break from your normal routine. So I think it's important for everybody to keep on doing whatever they can do. And as we're yeah. seeing already. Uh, so many mistakes (laughs) happening right out of the gate. People are, (laughs) people are really, uh, taking some swings, which will be lovely to watch as well. Uh, for every, every (laughs) little weird thing that's popping up.
0: I think the only person who's handled it with complete grace and flawlessness is Vanessa Hudgens. So I think is a model for us all.
1: Yes. We got to take it easy on her. She's only 31. (laughs) She's only 31. (laughs) (laughs) oh boy you know you're you're totally right like i think you know we are living in an interesting time um like i said i don't want to reinvent the wheel um but what i think is different from me or anybody else out there that is continuing to create content whether it's a youtuber or tiktoker or whatever is they've been doing this they work in this world and there's so many people now at home uh in shelter you know in quarantine and they're like oh i have a camera on my phone i've heard of TikTok, let's go. Or like, oh, I know what Instagram Live is. And so it's sort of like this idea of almost getting like immediately into the NBA. It's like, I, I know, I've heard of basketball. Let me play a game. You know, so there's this energy that is, uh, for me, kind of fun to watch too, you know, uh, as people <laughs> dive in aggressively.
0: And I mean, your podcast, you have two fantastic podcasts. One is How Did This Get Made, where you talk about old movies and make fun of them. And yes. The other is unspooled where you talk about great movies and make fun yeah. of other stuff but praise the movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, no, yeah, yeah, they're they're two fun podcasts I think now in this time where we are striving to find things to watch. I think they're actually very good companion pieces they're for AP. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I think you're the most prepared person in the entire world for this situation. <laughs> our
1: back our back catalog is ready for this uh, <laughs> quarantine. <laughs>
0: It's it's really kind of crazy. I mean, you've been like plotting this out, and obviously you've some <laughs> episodes of like unspooled. Where, um, by the way, just for listeners, we're not gonna edit anything out. Like, we're not gonna edit out Skype noises or whatever because this is our life now. We're just gonna have to. We're in it. it to, yeah, we're gonna have to get used get to ready. Skype glitchiness. All of us. Let's build up our tolerance. I hear small <laughs> children. We love children. Yes.
1: Good. Good. We're we're in this world. Well, the audio quality will come. Right now, we're All back right. in the stone age. We're figuring it out.
0: Yeah, bad. You know, we talked. Um, we talked for another podcast that I did. Shoot this now back in two thousand eighteen, where we yes. pitched stories, pitch stories, true stories that should be made into movies. And you came in and we're like on fire. Like it's clearly you're a guy who has gone into a lot of meetings and pitched
1: a lot of things really well. <laughs> Because well, you're nice to say it. I, I got passionate about this idea because it was, it was a challenge. I feel like, you know, you, you, you threw down the gauntlet. You asked me to come in and pitch you uh, a movie idea. So I, I didn't want to come in and just half-ass it. I wanted to, you know, really uh, give a good one. I still believe in that movie. That's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, the first female con artist or the, yeah. uh, one of the most notorious female con artists uh, on the books.
0: It's Bertha Heyman. And yes. I think it could be made in a living room for about um, three hundred dollars. People might have to imagine some sets.
1: Shoot and... this on Zoom, and we got it. I mean, by the way, that's the other thing. Like, how when are we going to see the first, you know, like, <laughs> when are we going to see the first uh, uh, COVID film? Like, you know, I feel like somebody is already working on that. It's going to They're going to get ninety minutes. They're going to edit it. Probably in about two weeks, we're going to get the first, uh, you know, mumblecore. <laughs> COVID film.
0: Uh, have you seen a movie called I think it's called like Full of Love for the Kid and it's a movie, it's an adaptation of the book that Rambo First Blood is based on, but it's one guy oh, yeah. in his tiny New York apartment I'll, I'll get the actual title of it in the intro to this and in the notes um, but it's a guy who shot a very strict adaptation of the book Rambo First Blood in his home by himself playing all of the characters um,
1: I immediately need to see this. Well, you've just given me my my thing to watch tonight.
0: It's shockingly good. I don't know if it's even available anywhere because I have a friend who does like a secret movies that you can't get on streaming. Um, Got it. But we have to distribute it to everybody uh, immediately.
1: Especially now.
0: Yeah. So it'll be uh, hand sanitizer, toilet paper, and then this movie that I will remember the name of. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So you're doing a super cool thing coming up to kind of adapt to our new... Actually, before we even get to that, can you just tell me what your life is now to the extent that you're comfortable? Like what? what Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, you know, right now uh, we're recording this on Thursday uh, of, I guess, the first week of a lot of self uh, social distancing. And our family has quarantined ourselves, you know, in our house and we do walks around the block and stuff like that. But yeah, that's our life. Um, You know, we went from June and I. Uh sorry I'm walking up a very big hill. Yeah. Don't edit this out. No no. <laughs> um no June and I you know lived a very uh rich and full life in the sense that we were you know June was shooting Grace and Frankie I was in the middle of uh, post production and pre production on two different shows they both shut down. We are yeah. now you know in our house with our 3-year-old and our 5-year-old we are doing homeschooling and you know and it's a myriad of emotions to be honest. It's you know it's uh depressing it's hopeful at points. It's, you know, it's, it's everything. It's all the emotions. And, and I think you just have to let yourself run the gamut of that. And there are days when you're like, wait, I have to do something. Like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to record a podcast right now. I don't want to talk to anybody, but doing these podcasts and I've been on this like uh texting app thing. It's a free thing where you sign up and you can just like it's like social media, but it's one-on-one, and that's been actually really amazing because I've been able to connect to so many people who are just—you know—you're just connecting with strangers, and there's something safe about it because it's texting, and you're not—you're uh, not in the public view of like social media, where social media you're always in that zone where, you know, everyone can comment on whatever you're saying. It's right. a nice its a—it's been actually kind of wonderful. So I've been doing like a a nightly movie recommendation for everybody on there. I actually been doing a different movie recommendation for. Instagram. So it's been, you know, just finding different ways to engage and I think ultimately connect. I think that's what we're all looking for is just like, hey, how are you doing? And not that we have to talk about, you know, what's going on, but more just like, let's just, you know, check in with each other and, and be there and suggest things and, and embrace, you know, embrace this uh, social distancing that we're all a part of.
0: Yeah, this has been such a good thing for the phone, I mean, I I haven't used the phone so much in years and years.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've had so many great conversations with people. I've also gotten to spend so much time with my family, uh, (laughs) which is something that I never regret. And, uh, hold on one second. I'm just telling my kid, we are out on a walk right now. Yeah. You're going to go with mama. Sorry. Um, you know, okay. We've been having so (laughs) much, sorry, that's (laughs) um, (laughs) all this, um, you know, it's, we've gotten to this point where I think we've been so much in our caves and this is now a moment to kind of come out and we're still using social media, but I think we're kind of adjusting it and it's becoming a lot more of a conversation than just like a shout, you know, a shout in a Canyon, uh, which is kind of amazing how quickly it adapts. And I, I love that. And I also think, uh, we're learning how we could all be doing our jobs from home. We don't need to be in that workplace, which they tell us all the time that we need to be there. We don't need to be there.
0: I mean, I'm such a giant advocate for this for everybody working from home much more because I used to be an environmental reporter and yes, you see they used to call it telecommuting and it sounded like this horrible futuristic thing, and oh right. my god, I'll miss my I'll miss my beloved coworkers, but yeah, the, t- the two hours that we've all gained at least two hours every day not driving places is insane. The air is better.
1: Oh, and it's, know... it's amazing watching like the canals in Venice. They have dolphins in them now is in it Italy. True? Like yes. Oh my god. It's yeah, like you know, it's something I've been, you know, involved with Fire Drill Fridays and Jane Fonda and and uh and, and Greenpeace as they have been doing this, and there's some amazing benefits to this. Like the earth is kind of getting to heal itself around the world because people are shutting in and, and closing down. And you know, that's a that is a positive side of it.
0: Yeah, I mean we're using the internet probably more, I would guess, which I think yes. still uses a lot of power, but just to Well get... didn't
1: you hear today I heard that Europe is slowing down their Netflix. So you're getting less of, you're getting a lesser quality stream, but, uh, but you're, you know, but it's good. At least it's still working. Cause if we didn't have internet now, I think it would be really dark. You know, we are, it is already <laughs> grim. It is already grim, but we're able to connect and communicate. And I think for me and talking about all this sort of stuff and is just like, oh, how do we continue to do this? How do we not just go inside? Like Rob Hubel and I, we do an improv show every Wednesday night at Upright Citizens Brigade. That's closed down. And now, like at night, we'll just jump online and just <laughs> do scenes. We'll just kind of, uh, you know, just kind of mess around. And, you know, and it's just up there. And Amy and I, uh, we do a show at the Alamo House, and we're going to do a live version of that on March 30th. And hopefully Ari Aster is going to be there oh my God. jumping in on zoom to talk about Midsummer. So it's going to be, you know, I think it's like trying things, experimenting with things. I've been hosting like a live watch along of black Monday and try to get my cast members involved this Sunday. Yeah, And just, I think, I think all people want to do is feel like someone's out there and I know I want to feel that way too. I, I feel like I want to have these conversations. I want to connect. I mean, last night I did a, a Netflix party with a few friends where, you know, you have that app, you install it on Chrome, and you get to watch a movie simultaneously, and you have, like, a text bar on the right-hand side. It yeah. was one of the most fun experiences I've had. It was, like, I was laughing so hard, and, you know, my wife is doing, like, wine, uh, you know, like, drinks with her friends, like, at 7 o'clock at night. And it's, oh, you know, so awesome. there are ways, you know, there's are, there are ways to kind of combat you know, some elements of this and it doesn't make it all better. And we're all fucking scared because no one knows when our next paycheck is coming. And, you know, and for so many people, they, you know, you lose one shift a week and it becomes a nightmare. So I'm not trying to make it like, Hey, it's all great. We're all in this world and everyone's creating. I I understand the reality of what's going on, but at the point too, it's like the only thing that I can kind of contribute to that besides bringing attention to, you either GoFundMes or charity organizations that are doing good work and supporting them is also just kind of continuing what I do because I think people do need distraction as well.
0: What I've been doing is going out and just hugging everyone I see. What well, that's
1: smart. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I've been, and I've been like, you know, for, first of all, you know, it is spring break and I think we got to talk about the importance <laughs> of like not letting this wreck our spring break, guys. we got to <laughs> get our spring break on.
0: I mean, we kind of do. Like we've been planning this for months.
1: I'm just I mean saying. we've been play- by the way I I don't mean to uh <laughs> I don't mean to uh to make fun of anyone's appearance but that kid did not look well like yeah, that kid should not <laughs> be the poster boy <laughs> uh for like it, it looked like he's already partied a little bit too much um no I, you know it's uh, yeah I just I just want
0: them to do that exact same story with those exact same people in 2 weeks
1: Oh all you want is that I mean yes it's you know uh, I think Billy Eichner made a, a really uh, interesting tweet about it, and it made me really kind of – it contextualized something that I couldn't put my finger on, which was I was in New York City during 9-11. Okay. And there w- – OK, great. So there was this – not great, but uh, there was this you It was know, so energy, great. It was awesome. yeah <laughs> It was such a great time. There was this energy of – We need to go out. We need to support our businesses. We have to, like, restart our lives. You know, that whole thing where, like, Giuliani went on Saturday Night Live and they're like, is it okay to laugh? And he's like, yes, but when was that ever stopped? You know, Whatever. (laughs) it's like, you know, um, and I think that there are people who are approaching this with that same energy of, like, we're not going to let this stop us. We're going to live our lives. But no, 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 we have to. We have to let this one stop us. And so but that idea like we're fighting this, like we're being rebellious. And I think that this idea is slowly sinking in as every day a press conference happens and we learn No, 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 no. We have to it's gone from, well, we don't recommend it to don't do it. You know, it's like it's hard I think for people to adjust to that and and wrap their heads around that or being told what to do, you know?
0: You know, the other thing is though, I people adjust so quickly like we are so yes. adaptable. We're so adaptable. And like even like I touched my face the other day and then I was like, "Oh my god, I touched my face." And they right. you hear that you touch your face 5,000 times a day or something.
1: And yeah.
0: I normally don't think about it and now I do. It's like I have my it's like the Martian. It's like the Matt Damon movie The Martian yeah. where you know, you have like a 15-part process to go outside and to get the mail, which yeah. of course I don't do, which I would never do.
1: <laughs> um but 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 you're right. Like, I mean, and by the way, I always want somebody to call that out. Like, it's not that easy to not touch your face. Like, oh, don't touch your face. It's like, OK. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it's washing your hands, I get. But touching your face is like, it is literally, you know, for most of us, uh, an an involuntary. It's like blinking. It's like, don't blink. It's like, wait, no, yeah. wait, I have to. Like, I literally have things in my eyes or tear. Like, I'm like, how do I get rid of this tear that is formed on my face now? Because I have contacts in it or whatever. I'm like, do I not yeah. touch it? I don't know. <laughs> You know what? I've totally quit biting my nails. It's oh, see, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, it's been well, a, I, thanks, everybody. Thanks for playing it, along it, with us.
1: Yeah, it's really helping. I have, I have to say that you know, um, I have a three-year-old and five-year-old, and you know, their lives have drastically changed in the sense that they had a normal school structure and they had just they got play dates and we go to the park and we go do all this sort of stuff, and within a minute, you know, everything changed. Yeah. There's no more play dates. There's no more going to the park or. Or going to a park where you can actually play on structures is what they really want to do. Um, there's no, you know, there's no, there's no normalcy. There's no school. There's no anything, and they have adapted really, really well. And I, I'm constantly inspired by my children and the fact that like my my kindergartner came home this year and has been on a tear because he's an environmental warrior now. And I'm like, oh, I love, I love that this is something that's being ingrained in him at, at a kindergarten level. But it is, it's like he's adapting and then both of them and, you know, and it's, it's I I don't know, it's a nice thing to see as a parent uh, that, you know, our kid, you know, our kids can do it, we can do it. And they're the ones that need routine the most to a certain degree.
0: Yeah. You know, for pessimists listening, and I could imagine if I were listening to this, I might be like, but you guys, there's terrible stuff happening too. We understand that. I mean, we're emphasizing the positive aspects of it because what else are you going to do? And, right.
1: It's not. It's like my job right now as a citizen is yeah. to take care of the people that are in my life, the people that I know that are uh, that are alone during this, the people that are in my family that are at risk, and my family staying inside. That's all I can do. So, on top of that, you know, and, and if I have the means, charitably give to organizations that are doing the work. So that's what I know I I can do. Besides yeah. that, all I have to do is you know, find other things to, you know, add to the conversation or, you know, and, and it's again, yes, thousands of people are dying. And, and it's a hard, it's a hard thing to wrap our heads around. Cause I think there's an element of like, it's summer vacation, but now we're on like day six of this. And right. by day 25, it's going to be a different story. So I, yeah. I'm also open to that as well. You know, it's, it's, you know, I think we're all, we are just going to take it day by day and figure it out when people can't get their hair cut or, you know, get, their nails done for, you know, 45 days, uh, you know, these little things are, you know, or obviously the bigger things pay their rent and bills and not know where their paycheck is like this, this is all it's daunting. So in this moment right now, I feel like the obligation is to just take our minds off of all those bigger things.
0: Yes. And, and also the way inflation and deflation works, if it happens to everyone at the same time, right. The, the, right. We will find a way.
1: Yes, I, yeah. I believe. I mean, you know, like we're stronger as if everyone's in the same boat, we are obviously yeah. stronger. And, you know, it's, and, and, uh, yeah, I, I think we're both in that same thing of like making sure that we're not being glib in uh, in any way. It's, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's a serious thing, but I think, you know, it's, what can we do to make the most of our time and our connections? And it's, it's wonderful to talk to people. It's wonderful to, to do things and, uh, and just engage. And I feel like, you know, we are sheltered and we are hermiting, but we are also reaching out. And if that's something that, you know, it's been the thing that keeps me the most sane, honestly.
0: I a hundred percent agree. And I want to talk about what you're going to be doing live to let people, but I wanted to really quickly also, I forgot that, you know, around September 11th, 2001, this was the human giant era. Um, yeah. This was like, this was a time that you were completely starting all of the stuff that you're doing now, and you're one of the busiest people in show business. That must have felt like, that must have felt like the end of the world.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was a different, you know, there was a, that was a different time. And, you know, that was, uh, you know, it's, it was scary. You I know, mean, it was scary. Like, there is, the, you know, don't go in this building, don't go on the subways, don't, you know, take buses and, all these the fear of that we didn't also have as defined social media at that point we you know so we were watching the news we were you know a lot of the things i've experienced in my life were in you know in moments where you know you know in moments where you don't have this access and you weren't actually cut off from anyone. Like in a weird way, like New York I think was brought together by this. Like I felt like you could go out in the street, you know, and you could, and then that's a very specific thing to the city. Like, you know, I'm now in, you know, in LA, which is a different vibe too. But I, I have to say, I see my neighbors on walks. I'm staying six feet away from them, but I see them and I'm talking to them and everyone's out walking around. And there's something, there's something, there is a community that always builds up. And I think that that's what you have to, rely on and, and know that hopefully we're, you know, we'll regain some sense of normalcy by summer and, and yeah. then, you know, and then it'll be a slow tick upwards. And what will happen after that? We don't know. I mean, things will change, but industries will go back, uh, you know, and, and there'll be need for people to fill these jobs. But again, it's, it's scary. I mean, I think it, it would be dumb to say that you're not scared. You'd be dumb to say that you are, uh, you know, that you're not nervous about how long or or all these things, but also I need to watch like a Steve Martin movie tonight because (laughs) I can't think about it that much. (laughs) There's only so many hours of day that you can obsess on it.
0: Your unspooled co-host Amy Nicholson has said that her favorite movie of all time is Pennies from heaven, which I've been meaning to watch forever Is one of my grandparents' favorite movies. Oh, wow. I must
1: watch that now.
0: I'm glad you mentioned Steve Martin and, you know, th- talking to you reminds me of great stuff that she has said. And so now I think this is the time I watch Pennies to Heaven.
1: I think this is the this is the moment, you know, for me, I've been enjoying just like catching up on all these like indie movies that I hadn't seen and I really wanted to see. and uh, And it's been great. It's been great to to have this ability to stream. And I have to say that I'm thrilled that we that theaters are adapting so quickly or i should say movie studios are adapting so quickly to put some films out there right away like vin diesel and bloodshot sure awesome I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go watch that movie um and i you know and i i urge everyone who didn't see it in the theater to go see that birds of prey movie which i thought was fantastic i love and that movie it's so good so yeah. you know highs and lows and i think you catch me at a different time and There's, you know, there's this moment where you just get shook and then you go, all right, well, back to, you know, back to this again, you know, I'm going to read, I'm going to do this and yeah, keep on, keep on going along, you know?
0: My rule is to not read anything that doesn't have a source because I'll see these things where it's like, this is Jeffrey Epstein working with Oprah
1: to, (laughs) and I'm
0: like, (laughs) I'm like, it makes so much sense. And then I'm like, no, there's no source.
1: Don't read. By the way, that, that Oprah being arrested. Like, I was like, how do we live in a society where we have not ferreted out that that would, I mean, it just, it's such an insane, it's such an insane, like, that's an insane conspiracy. Like, it's just like, when I heard that, I was like, she's she's not arrested. I was like, when I heard it, I was like, oh, she's arrested because she, like, (laughs) let people into a grocery store. Like, like like, you know, like, I I thought she she did some act of, like, civil disobedience. Like, that was me. I was like, oh, yeah, she just, she did some act of civil disobedience. She did not, like, uh. But then when I read that, I was like – I just immediately just minimized that window. I was like, nope. It was was
0: kind of helpful because it was like media education. People like, look, here's what you do. You don't go on Twitter. You go on Google News and you look for like a website that your parents would recognize the name of and see if they have anything about it. And if it's not in the New York Times or any of the mainstream media news outlets that are so disparaged, it's not true. Yes.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well that's the thing it's like yeah like whenever i start reading an article and i feel my anxiety peaking and i look at the thing i'm like financialnetworknews.com <laughs> i'm like what is this cuz you know obviously sometimes too you'll read you'll read something on one of those yeah. sites that you agree with and you're like oh yes i am, of course yeah. i'm an avid reader of the advocate of you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, people
0: people need to read reliable sources like new york times washington post patriotfireflag.com.
1: <laughs> and, and by yeah. the way, you know, I think the other thing too is like we are in a moment where I think we're so hungry for something, some someone to say this is a definitive answer. And I think that, you know, we've seen our president kind of take a few days to walk into statements that he probably should have been saying a lot earlier. And so I think there's this anxiety that we have of, well, wait, is there something I don't know? What do I don't, what don't I know? And what you you, know, and maybe there's something else else out there. And the truth is, is I think that we're getting the information. There's just not that much more we can do. We, we're going to get it in dribs and drabs and that's, and that's it. It's not, it's not fulfilling, but this is the only thing that people are talking about. So there's only, once you get the, the four headlights, the four headlines of the day, that's it. You're, you know, you're, you know, you're pretty much without
0: I I was trying to write a list of, like, inspiring but not annoying movies, and one of the ones I came up with was Princess Bride, and I was like, Princess Bride is so good, it's about the power of love, and I'm like, that's not why it's good at all. It's good because all this horrible stuff happens, and everybody maintains their sense of humor.
1: I love that idea, I mean, and, you know, I think that, you know, I think that that always gets everybody through anything, this gallows humor, you know, I think if you've had a loved one who has been sick, you know, I look back on some moments like that. And there's always some really wonderful laughs in those, you know, and those cause dark and, and then you have these moments of, you know, just pure connection. And I think, you know, yeah, the ability to laugh and, and find joy, you know, under these circumstances, because I do believe that if this ended tomorrow, people would come out of this and be like, Oh my God, that was insane. I mean, whew, I did it. you know. And it's, and I think the truth is, and not to be grim, it's like we're just at the beginning of this. And yeah. I don't know where we're all going to be. I don't know if we're going to be ready to be popping up Instagram live videos in 25 days. Maybe we'll be better at it than ever. But, you know, like, and I think you just have to take every moment. Like there was a great thing I read, um, and I'm going to misattribute it. So I'll just say that I read something online. The gist of it was this. Um, I can give you the gist, uh, which is like, don't feel the necessity to work, to create, to, uh, to do anything more than, you know, you can be introspective. You can be with your family. You can just, you know, take a bath, like don't give yourself this pressure because we are under that. We all are right now in emotion and i very emotional high time. And yes, you know, yeah. people I've talked to on this, on this text stuff, things like I work for Nabisco, I got to go to work. I don't want to, but I got to go to work. And, you know, and, and, you know, and, and there's so much. So I just yeah. think self-care is the most important thing that we could be, you know, doing like whatever is working for you. Do it. Do it. And uh, and don't feel bad about it. Have a drink at one o'clock in the afternoon. If you drink. Great. <laughs> do it. You know, do it all. Like, you know, just do it. We're, you know, and and we'll get through it.
0: Um, yeah, and also for since you brought that up, I quit drinking seven years ago. So if you are oh, thinking, yeah, if you're in a mode where you're thinking of drinking, um, text me, tweet me, Tim Tim A Malloy, Tim A M O L L O Y, on Twitter. My email is Tim at moviemaker.com. Let's talk it out. Um, and now
1: I love that, and I love, and I and I've seen so many uh, attitudes like that as well. You know, so it's sort of. Uh, that's amazing and I think that's what we're talking about is this idea of hopefully connecting with everyone and uh, you know and and yeah and just kind of being there supporting everybody as but as best we can and,
0: and also what you said about taking a bath I've been taking a bath through this entire thing so you know just, I love that whatever you need to do I'll, yeah so one nice thing that people are gonna get to do for themselves is to to take part in what you're doing in the next few days. can you take us through everything that yeah. you have?
1: Uh, I mean, look, I'm going to experiment with some stuff. I'm not saying it's going to be great, but none of it costs a, uh, a a penny. So I feel like whenever, whenever the cost is at, why not try it? But um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to host these like Sunday night watch parties on Instagram Live with uh, for watching Black Monday at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We're just going to watch the episode. And it's kind of just me hanging out with a bunch of people, and I'm going to try to get the cast involved too. It wasn't as much of like a... A watching as much as it was just like a fun dumb uh hour last week of just talking and doing bits with uh people that were on there and i kind of loved, loved it, it. um love and that. hubel and i are popping up on instagram occasionally you'll see us we'll kind of announce it but uh or not and so if you ever see the <laughs> two of us with our live bubbles around us come and watch that uh on march 30th at 8:30 p.m uh amy and i will be hosting our live show uh about Amid Somar and uh, Wicker Man. And oh that will God. be on YouTube and that will be on the Earwolf channel. And then I got a couple other little things that I'm just trying to play around with and we'll see how that all kind of comes together. And like I said, like you said, reached out about people texting you. I have that text app thing and I have on there every night I'm giving people a pick of music or TV show or movies, something uh, fun to watch or get in, you know, just to keep it in your text stream. And again, that's uh, not like a, it's not like fans only or can It's like <laughs> a totally free thing. It's just like social media. You just get a text from actually me, uh, wow. which has been really, uh, really interesting and, and fun. So that's, that's where I'm at. Like, and again, uh, you know, just trying to think and support all these people that I know in our communities and our friends that are, uh, you know, that are, that are struggling and worried and, you know i think what you said too is like we're we're all there like let's talk about it let's be there for each other let's check in on each other it's most important to me to be like let's just continue to check in with everybody that we know you know yeah. and uh and just reach out i don't think anyone is i don't think anyone is resentful of anyone reaching out to them right now <laughs>
0: man it has been you're i thought you'd be one of the best people to possibly check in with during this and i'm so grateful to you for taking this time to talk and oh
1: my gosh uh, my pleasure i hope uh, it, i hope it all sounds okay it's it's hard to kind of mix everything together you know it's a it's a it's a challenging time you know uh so yeah but uh, it was lovely to talk to you
0: you too and take care and you know good luck to everybody around you and thanks for doing what you do
1: thanks man i appreciate it uh, you as well
0: all right take care
1: all right later man. bye bye